0: How do dreamers, thought leaders, paradigm shifters change the world? They have to ask themselves this one question. Am I willing to chase my dreams? If you want to know how to push the boundaries of your influence, impact the world, and live out your God-given dreams, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to the Passion and Prestige Podcast. I am your host, world changer, dream chaser, and all-around nice guy. I am so glad you are here with us today because today we are here with a special guest the amazing, the inspirational, and the best fitness coach I know, Catherine Farley. How are you doing, my friend?
1: Hi, Teron. How are you today? Thank you so much for having me. Oh,
0: I am so glad and honored you are here because you embody living out your dream and I've been along this process and watching you and watching what God's been doing. And I just wanted to, I wanted to create a space where you could just share because it is an amazing story and we are all so proud of you.
1: Thank you so much. You know what? I just, I can't even believe that you even asked me. So I'm honored to be on your podcast.
0: Oh, well, thank you. Well, you know what? Let's get straight into it, because like I said, this is a fantastic story. So what I want to know is this, if you wouldn't mind telling us about your dream and all that it has taken to get to this point.
1: Okay. well, um, as you said, I'm a fitness personal trainer. Um, I'm a coach. And the funny thing is, I never knew that this would be my dream. You never know until you have that self-confidence. That's right. So I'm going to go a little bit back in my childhood. Okay. So um, not everybody knows this, but I was in foster care and um, I wasn't adopted until I was 12. So for the first 12 years of my life, I lived off of hot Cheetos, frozen burritos, and egg sandwiches and cereal, literally. Every day. I had no diet. I had no idea what healthy food was. I didn't know what salad was. Um, So I came from a very uh, poverty, obviously, poverty, big time poverty. But um, when I was 12, and whenever I was adopted, I actually was introduced to healthy foods. But still, I still struggled with that because of how I grew up was I can eat whatever I want. I kind of ate However, I felt is what I would eat. I really want a big bag of hot Cheetos right now. I'm going to go eat those hot Cheetos.
0: <laughs> I see, I see.
1: And so, most of my life, I struggled with weight. When I was younger, um, believe it or not, uh, in fifth grade, I um, I got suspended because I ended up punching a kid because wow. he was making fun of my weight. Okay. Yeah, and so um, that's always been a huge struggle for me. And then growing up being told that, you know what, maybe you'll never look like those girls, maybe you'll never be fit. And so even just where I am now, I'm just so amazed on like, yes, your body composition can change if you put in that work. And obviously, it's all about learning as well. So it really wasn't until I was in college, when I moved out on my own, I started running a little bit, but I would do on and off fad diets. They do not work at all, (laughs) you know, because you just you do a fad diet for like six weeks and then you go back to eating whatever you want, you know, and then you end up gaining even more weight.
0: Uh, So the habits never change.
1: The habits never changed. And so um, it wasn't until actually I met my husband, my husband. I don't know if a lot of people know this, but my husband, he's a weightlifter. And um, he's very fast. He's very athletic. It definitely runs in his family. Uh, he drinks green smoothies. Okay. So if you have never had a green smoothie, you need to have a green <laughs> smoothie. <laughs> I'm sure you know, Teron, because Christina has green smoothies. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think you guys have definitely inspired her to do that because we have a green smoothie every morning, it seems like.
1: Yeah, yeah. That is like, that is our ritual for sure. For sure. Um, Yeah. And so, um, it really wasn't until um, I decided, after having my son Seth, who is five now, that's whenever I was my heaviest. I was over two hundred pounds. I was depressed. um I was like, "This needs to come off." Yeah, you know. And so I actually joined a boot camp, and I went there a couple days a week, and I didn't know what I was doing, you know. And even running like halfway around the block, I was like huffing and puffing. And I'm like, I don't think I can do this. But, you know, a couple years later, we started a rad runners group, um, you know, with your with your wife, Christina, mm-hmm. and a few of our friends, Marley and Melody and M and even Bree. She was there for a little bit. And we started running at the park a couple days a week. And that like really started the consistency part. And then we started the group text. So we were um, holding each other accountable for our, um, our running workouts. And then next thing you know, we're getting kind of tired of running. And so... Um, I don't even know how. Oh yeah, I got introduced to Tabata from a different uh, boot camp, and so I was like, "Let's try Tabata." Okay. Next thing you know, they're like, "Cat, lead Tabata." <laughs> I start leading Tabata. We're le- we're doing Tabata at the park at Robinson School. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So.
0: So it sounds um, like community and accountability have been a big part of of your fitness journey.
1: Yes. And I think that rings true to anyone that wants to start a fitness journey. You need community and you need accountability. So
0: So what keeps you going? Because I heard you say, you know, this has been years, you know, a process. What has kept you in it? Because the hardest thing I know for myself and I hear from others is you get to a point where you're just like, I am tired of doing
1: this. Believe it or not. I mean, I guess I've had like waves, but it's all about discipline. Yeah. You know, once you get in that discipline, once you, they say it takes six months to stick to a program. Wow.
0: It
1: it takes six months to get in that maintenance mode. I see. Really? It really does. Yeah. So it takes a while to get it in your head that I'm going to keep doing this. And then you start seeing the results. Obviously the weight isn't everything. It's a healthy lifestyle. What are you putting in your body? Oh, this is how I'm feeling, you know? But I think for me, I've hit barriers as far as following my dreams because I've always known and I've had encouragement like, Kat, I could see you as a coach. Kat, you're doing so great, you know? But like through my fitness journey, I'm just like, maybe I'm not as great as this other person. You know what I mean? This other trainer that I I might see. see. Um, But that's what keeps me going, seeing someone else kind of like ahead of me, it's like, oh, I need to get there.
0: I love that. Absolutely. Because one big thing that I realize is, you know, I always tell people that self, self-doubt voice that you hear is not a friendly voice. Uh-uh. It is straight lies and it keeps us stuck in the same place. We start comparing ourselves to other people. You know, I don't have this or I'm not as good as that. And it just keeps us stuck. And I love what you said is you use that as motivation. Like I may not be there yet, but I will be just watch. Yeah. And I love that. That is so, so powerful.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. And then also, you know, sometimes some people like they've had negative self-talk or people, family members have even told me you will never be fit. And so you will end up believing those lies. Right. Right. And you will just label yourself. You're going to say, I, I'm just, I'm never going to be fit. So I'm just going to be content with where I am, but no, you need to push yourself. Mm-hmm. Just like whenever you follow your dreams, you need to push yourself. Yeah. You just keep going.
0: You just keep going. I love that. I want to kind of go back and you were saying in school, you experienced a lot of people, uh, like you said, you punched the kid cause he was making fun of your weight. Um, I see that all the time. You know, I'm a teacher, so I'm seeing people, and I'm hypersensitive to when people are making fun of others about their appearance. Yeah. How did that feel? What, what did that do? Because obviously, you know, you said, I'm not going to allow that kid to define me and to keep me stuck. But how did it feel in the moment, and how have you used that as motivation?
1: Oh, man, that is, that is a very important I have to unpack that question. That's like, that's a big question. Because when I think about what I was dealing with that at that time was my mom was not present in my life. My dad wasn't present in my life. And then I struggled with weight. So I'm like, Oh God, I have nothing good going for me. And so whenever that happened, I just used anger. Got it. Got it. I just used anger. Yeah. Because I, there was nothing else I could turn to. I didn't know God at that time. I was just so angry. I'm just like, God, why did you create me this way? Why do I have to have parents like this? Why do I have to look this way? And so in that moment, I felt just down. And all I wanted to do was punch him. And that's what I did. I know it's not the right thing to do. You know, you live and you learn. But that's what I was going through at that time. hmm
0: Yeah. That is we all go through things and and have different motivations. And I know for myself, I have always struggled with um, there was a certain body type I wanted, you know, and yeah. and as a guy, yeah. I mean, this is really vulnerable. And, and I never felt like I could share this with people, but I would see my friends that were linebackers and football players. And and I was like, I want to be like that. And I never was, you know, I was more slim and trim and, and didn't have a lot of muscle mass. And I was, um, it was a hard process for me comparing myself to others. I would go to the gym for years and just try to be like someone else. And it wasn't until I got to the point yeah. where I realized I need to do this to be healthy, not for vanity reasons. Mm-hmm. That's when things mm-hmm. start changing for me. And I actually started to enjoy working out and having a whole new lifestyle.
1: Yeah, it really is a lifestyle. It's not about the looks. And you know what? God created everybody uniquely, you know? Not That's everybody right. has the same body. And then also learn, you know, as you learn more in fitness too, certain foods that you eat won't work for me. It might make me gain weight, but it might make you lose weight. So it's just learning everybody has their God created everybody, you know what I mean? So just being okay with the way God created you, but then also being healthy. Healthy is very important. It's very important because in the long run, when you're old, you don't want to have to pay those bills. You know, you want to prevent those type two diabetes. You want to prevent. Um, but then also whenever you work out, you're susceptible to injury as well. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess, yeah. But that's why it's not just working out. It's eating. 80% is food.
0: 80% is food.
1: 80% is food. The rest is working out.
0: So when they say that it really starts in the kitchen, they mean that.
1: Abs, they start in the kitchen. If you want those abs, if you want those defined abs, it starts in the kitchen.
0: Oh, my goodness. You know, I I always, that's tough because I feel like fitness really shows us who we are. You know, if I have the discipline to say I am going to put those Oreos down or go without them for a couple of months, that's going to roll over into every area of my life. That discipline, that drive, that, you know, desire to do better. So I get it. It's a struggle. But I have seen that, wow, once I'm able to say no to that. In other areas of my life, I'm able to say no. And I'm able to push forward and able to go past what I thought I could do. But it's tough. It's it's a tough go.
1: It's tough. Whenever you first start, you want to give up. That's right. But you just keep going because the progress, this is my, this is something that I've kind of just taken on. Progress, not perfection. Ooh. You're always progressing. You're never going to be perfect, yeah. but you're always striving per- for perfection. So- it's just a progress, you know, it's what it is.
0: Progress, not perfection.
1: That's right. That's my saying. That's my motto.
0: (laughs) Go ahead, Kat. I like that. Oh, man. Well, Kat, I want to ask you this. I know a little bit about your process. What got you to this point? And I know you had some adversity, some struggles. I'm sure it wasn't an easy process to become a coach. What was that like?
1: That was just as hard as losing 70 pounds. <laughs>
0: oh my goodness. Wow.
1: <laughs> Literally, it's it's a mental game. It's a mental game. Yeah. You have to go past it. Because I remember this has been a four, it's been like a four-year process because my son is five now, and um people have told me, you know, I see something in you. Your wife has told me I see something in you. I've known this. And for a couple years, you know, it's a passion when a couple years rolls around and you're still thinking about it.
0: That's right. When it won't go away.
1: When it won't go away.
0: It's been so amazing watching your passion develop and blossom because you could see that God stitched this dream inside of you. And you're right. For four years, it just hung around. It would not go away. I know you That's had to right. go to school you had to take a test, you had to study late nights but you did not quit. And I mean that is huge.
1: That's right. The biggest thing is just stepping into it and then believing that you're going to achieve it. Right. You know, and then seeing it through. Even though it's going to be hard, you're going to see it through and um you know, there's still going to be mental Hurdles. Like I still have mental hurdles. Like I still have self-doubt that comes once in a while. Like, am I really doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Yes, you are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's right. We can all tell you. Yes, you are.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: What has been the biggest lesson you have learned while following your dream? What would you share with someone else who's thinking about starting, thinking about following that that nagging thing that's sticking around and they're like, okay, I know I need to do this. What advice would you give them?
1: Do it scared. I wonder where I heard that.
0: Oh my (laughs) goodness, Kat, I love that.
1: (laughs) No, seriously, do it scared. I was so scared. I literally started in my garage. You know, I started with my friends and then I started meeting people at the gym. It's like building, it's like, if you'll do it for free, you know it's a passion. Right.
0: Good. Wow.
1: Like the last four years, I've just been learning. I've been doing it for free. I've been just learning. I mean, and I will always be learning in the fitness industry. You will always learn because things are changing. Times are changing. Yeah. So that's something that I've learned is I'm always going to be learning in this passion, but then also staying consistent. Right. Staying consistent. Because consistency is key. If you want to lose weight, if you want to go further in your dream, you've got to stay consistent.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: And really, though, it's it's all going to line up too. Because I think of God's timing. Mm-hmm. Because maybe four years ago, it's still nagging me, but I'm still I was still doing what my passion was, but it wasn't um exactly what I wanted because I my dream, well. I'll share with you my big dream. This is just part of my dream. Part of my dream is coaching, you know, but also my biggest dream is opening up a gym of my own, having a cookbook
0: yes. and,
1: where I can have recipes for easy access. I want to make it affordable too. Right. So that's why I'm, con- I want to continue with like my garage so that people that can't afford it, they can be able to work out because fitness is for everybody. It doesn't matter who you are, where you are in life. If you can, if you can modify everything, there's modifications for everything. There literally is.
0: I love it. Fitness is for everybody. That's right. You know, so many times we get caught up on the hurdle of, I don't have a fancy gym or a space or equipment that, you know the professionals have. I know, even just as a podcaster, I'm doing this in my closet most of the times. And you know, I, I I felt that same thing where I'm like, I don't have a studio, and I don't have a fancy mic, and I can't do this. And someone told me, don't let that stop you. Just do it, scared, and do it with what you have. Yeah. And God will continue to bless and expand. And things will work out. And I love that you are living that. Like, it's so exciting to be able to watch your progress. It, I mean, that's so exciting because yeah. you're a living example of God really working things out.
1: Yeah. I love it. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, you answered my biggest question. The question I love to ask everyone is, what would you do if you could do anything in the world and you knew you would not fail? Whatever you did, you would be successful at it. What would you do?
1: It would be what I'm doing now. But even taking it further, you know, like I love to help people. That's the biggest thing is telling, just showing people my story and how I had to overcome those obstacles to lose 70 pounds and um, telling them that, you know what, you can do it too. It's all right. Believe in yourself. You can do it. Even if people told you that you cannot do it, even if you thought you cannot do it, you can do it.
0: Mm, My goodness. Kat, you are exactly where you are supposed to be because you are inspiring. You are living out your passion. You can just see it. I can see it on your face. You're excited about what you're doing. You love doing what you're doing. That is beautiful.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate it.
0: (laughs) So, before I forget, I know you know you have a family and kids. I want to make sure to give you this time. How can people find
1: you? How can they find me? Okay, well, I guess you can find me on Instagram. It's cat dot farley. Um, yeah, that's about it. I'm kind of active there. That's mostly where I do my fitness stuff is Instagram. I'm still learning like how to do a reel and that kind of stuff, but you can just DM me and I'll send you to the right spot. And if you want to try out my class, you can try out my class. And yeah.
0: Kat, this has been a true pleasure to me. I mean, I'm sitting in my seat and I can barely just stay still because you are just speaking like my heart is just pounding. I'm like, yes, follow your dreams. (laughs) Yes. Inspiration. I love it. Oh, I'm so excited right now. I really am.
1: I'm excited, too. This is my passion right now. So I'm like, yes, (laughs) do it.
0: Oh, my. And, you know, I got to say this, too. You are one of the best coaches I have ever experienced. I remember doing a workout with you and my wife and there was someone else. And oh, my goodness, I was sweating Puffing and puffing. And I'm like, babe, are we done? Can I stop? And she's like, no, we, we got to keep going. And you're, you're telling us you got this. Don't give up. Don't give up. That was one of the best workouts. It was extremely hard. But what I loved about it is you really made me feel like we were in it together and you were not going to quit on me. And that made me feel That's like I right. wasn't going to quit. So thank you for that.
1: You're welcome. And I will always make you work harder because <laughs> you got it in you. You got it in you! That's
0: right. Oh my goodness. Well, Kat, this has been a true pleasure. I really want to thank you once again and keep following those dreams and those passions, okay?
1: Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. And you keep up the good work, Tehran.
0: So now that you're part of the Passion and Prestige tribe, I want to know what you think. I love hearing from my listeners. So if you wouldn't mind taking a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and tag us at passion and prestige on Instagram. And don't forget to go into your podcast app, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review and a five-star rating. This helps us reach way more people. Passion and Prestige tribe, thank you so much. I will see you next week. And remember, chase your dreams until the dreams you chased become reality. Go change the world. They just want to knock you off the top, but I ain't going to drop till I say so, till I say so, cause I say